Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Tender Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana, 46410. Our worship hours is on Sundays at 10 a.m. And our Bible study is Tuesdays at 7 p.m. And you can see us on Facebook. Um, also, please check out our Twitter and our Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to hit the like button. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can get all the latest content that is on this channel. If you would like to donate or be a part of Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries, go to our website where you will see everything that we do there. Uh, you can reach us at tomminc.wixsite.com slash meeting. And if you would like to email us or talk to us, email us at T-O-M-M-I-N-C at yahoo.com. Now on back to our service. Welcome to Tender Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Pastor Ken. Amen. Got to do that. <laughs> All right. Today we're going to be in the book of Exodus. And we're going to be in Exodus 5. And we're going to be talking about Moses having the courage to go out and do what God told him to do. Last time we was talking um, about Moses' flight, he was scared. He didn't know what to do. And now he has the courage. His brother's going to help him. God told him everything he's going to do. Gave him some, um, showed him what his staff can do and everything. Right? It's interesting. God gave, he took Moses' staff and now he's using his staff. Right? Mm -hmm. God tells us to keep in each other's company because we become each other's staff. That's where the word staff comes from. Mm -hmm. Our help. Mm -hmm. You know, when you go to school, there's a staff. Right? Mm -hmm. He helped us. He had a staff that helped him. As uh, people of God in Christ, we have a staff of people mm -hmm. helping us get through. Right? Okay, so the first verse is, and it starts out after Moses and Aaron went and said to Pharaoh, Thus says the Lord. See how see how much confidence he has? At first he was talking about the how big Pharaoh was. Now we understand that Pharaoh is the most powerful man in the world at this point. Moses with his brother Aaron had the courage to go up to him and said, Thus says the Lord. <laughs> Do you have the courage to walk up to somebody and say, Thus says the Lord. Mm. Hmm? Let alone the most powerful man in the world. <laughs> he said, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, let my people go that they may hold a feast to me in the wilderness. This was the call. Why? Because God heard the cry. Now listen. When you are crying out to God, think of Pharaoh as Satan. Satan has you in his clutches. God hears your cry. 
and he sends somebody to get you out of the clutches of Satan. And that person goes to him and says, God said, let him go. Two says, but Pharaoh said, who is this Lord that I should obey his voice and let, and let Israel go? I don't know the Lord. And moreover, I will not let Israel go. First of all, who are you to come to me and tell me to let a whole slew of people go? First of all, who is this God? Second of all, no. <laughs> right? Right. This is the battle that goes back and forth when you cry out to God and you are trying to get delivered from something. You crying out to God and the devil say, no, I'm not letting you go. He has you. And now that he has you, he don't want to let you go. Pharaoh says, who is this Lord? Now, he asks this question, who is this Lord that I should obey? I'm the most powerful man in the world. I don't obey nobody. So I'm a, I'm a, and, and this is Pharaoh talking. I'm a, what I'm going to do, I'm going to call your bluff. No. Now what's going to happen? You tell your Lord, whoever or whatever that is, that I said, no. It's not going to happen. Right? This is the confidence that Pharaoh has. This is the confidence that Satan has when he has power over you. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. He said, I don't know this Lord. And moreover, I won't let him go. Then they said, the God of the Hebrews has met with us. Please let us go a three-day journey into the wilderness that we may sacrifice to the Lord our God, lest he fail upon fall upon us with pestilence or with the sword. <clears throat> so you you want me to let all of these people go so you can go praise another God besides me <laughs> for three days. But the king of Egypt said to them, Moses and Aaron, why do you take these people away from their work? <laughs> you know, when anybody calls you by your first day, it's going to be something. I need to take them into the wilderness so they can worship our God. Moses and Aaron, let me tell y'all something. <laughs> why are you here? What are you doing? Why are you trying to take these people from their work? Why are you disrupting my kingdom? You see? Hmm. 
get back to your burdens. And Pharaoh said, Behold, the people of the land are now many, and you make them rest for your for for their burdens. The same day Pharaoh commanded the taskmasters of the people and their foremen, you shall no longer give them give the people straw to make bricks as it in the past let them go and gather straw for themselves okay so since you're gonna come here and try to cause problems for me and my kingdom not only am i not going to give them to you but i'm gonna make whatever they're doing harder for them to do this is your fault And see, this is what happens when we cry out to God. Once we finally cry out to God about things that we need in our lives and we want to stop doing the things that we're doing, it seems like it gets worse and worse and worse the more we cry out to God. That's what makes us say, forget it. And we just go back. It says in 8... But the number of bricks that they made in the past, you shall impose on them. You shall by no means reduce it, for they are idle. So even though they got to go and get their own straw, it's going to take time. They still have to make these bricks in the same amount of time and the same amount of bricks that they've been making. They just going to have to speed it up. Therefore they cry, let us go and offer sacrifices to our God. See how, see how um, the devil does this so you can go back to him. It's just too hard. I'm going to stop. I'm not doing all this God stuff. It's too much for me. That's what the devil hopes is going to happen. He gives you so many distractions that you leave God. True. Let heavier work be laid on the men, and they may labor at it and pray and, and pay no regard to the lying words. See that? You don't want you to pay no mind to what God said. Ah, forget about Aaron and, and Mo, what Moses is talking about. They want you to say, well, Aaron and Moses came in, talked to Pharaoh, and now it's harder for us. I want you to turn on them. Yeah. Right. Jesus says so the taskmaster and the foreman of the people went out and said to the people thus says Pharaoh I will not give you straw go and get your straw yourselves wherever you can find it wherever you can find it but your work will not be reduced in the least so the people were scattered throughout all the land of Egypt to gather stubble for straw. The taskmaster were, were urgent, saying, Complete your work, your daily task each day, as when there was straw. And the foremen of the people of Israel, whom Pharaoh's taskmaster had set over them, were beaten and were asked, Why have you not done all your tasks of the of the making bricks today and yesterday as in the past 
Now they made it harder for them, and then when they didn't com weren't able to complete it, they get beat and asked, "Why couldn't you do?" The devil is asking, when you cry out to God, why are you trying to leave me? Why you ain't doing what you was doing before? Why all of a sudden you trying to change? So now I'm going to make it harder for you to leave. Fifteen says, the foreman of the people of Israel came and cried to Pharaoh, why do you treat your servants like this? No straw is given to your servants. Yet they say to us, make bricks. And behold, your servants are beaten, but the fault is in your own people. But he says, you are idle. You're not trying hard enough. What's wrong with you? Satan, I'm trying to leave you. Why are you trying to do this to me? I'm trying to better my life. Uh -huh. yeah. I'm trying to do what God tells me to do. I'm trying to be a better person. Mm -hmm. No, you ain't been with me long enough. Uh -huh. Why are you trying to leave me? Mm -hmm. You find out, being natural, you can't jump in and out. Once you in, it's hard to get out. Right. And once you get out, don't go back in. That's right. 17 says, but he said, you are idle. You are idle. That is why you say, let us go and sacrifice to the Lord. Go now and work. No straw will be given to you. But you must still deliver the same number of bricks. You cry out to your God, but I'm your God. You forgot who was the boss of you. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Mm -hmm. So now, it's out of my hand. I can't help you. Now it's going to be harder for you. But it's your fault. See how depression sits in? Mm -hmm. Discouragement. He said, now go now and work. Go on about your business. 19 says, the foreman of the people of Israel saw that they were in trouble when they said, you shall by no means reduce your number of bricks, your daily tasks each day. They met Moses and Aaron who were waiting for them. As they came out from Pharaoh and they said to them, the Lord looked on you and judged because you have made us stink in the sight of Pharaoh and his servants and have put a sword in their hands to kill us. Now, this is where we can't fall off. And I mean we meaning the people of God who is bringing these people to Christ. Uh -huh. Because we try to bring people to Christ and then something ain't going right in their life and they start blaming you. Yeah, that's true. Now ever since you've been bringing me to church, I've been going through all kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. 
This is your fault. See what you did? My life was fine until I started coming to church. <laughs> You're not realizing that God is unraveling your mess. Right. And it's going to take something to do that. Uh -huh. And it's going to take courage and endurance on your part to get through it. Twenty-two says. Then Moses turned to the Lord and said, "Oh Lord, why have you done this evil to these people?" Uh -huh. We, as people of God, we <laughs> Moses start praying to God. Man, I didn't know it was gonna get this bad. Uh -huh. See, we tell people that they're gonna go through something, but then when they start going through, and they then they bring it to you, it's like, wow, I didn't know it was. <laughs> I know it was gonna be that. Mm -hmm. You can't get discouraged because they discouraged. Uh -huh. Right? Because then you're gonna prove their point. That's right. <laughs> see what you made me do? I've been coming to church. Yeah, I see how bad it got for you. That's that's messed up. <laughs> what? You scared to tell them that God is unraveling your mess. That's why I got bad for you. Yes. You see where you at? You see what you got to go through to get here? Mm -hmm. Yes. You got to go through something. I went through something. That's right. You're not just going to come out. We forget that we put ourselves in these messes and we don't know how bad it is until we try to get out. Say that, say that. Right. Six and one says, but the Lord said to Moses, now you see what I will do to Pharaoh. Now you shall see what I will do to Pharaoh. For with a strong hand, he will send them out and with a strong hand, he will drive them out of his land. God says, I already have a plan for this. And they'll get to see what I can do. And you'll get to see what I can do. You see what I'm saying? God is like, yeah, you mad? Okay, great. They mad too? Good. Because I'm going to show myself. And then you'll understand that I'm God. They will understand, and you will understand. Because remember, Moses, up to this point, he's still like, yeah, you ain't really showed me that, you know. You mm. took a staff, made it into a snake, but that don't really help me. <laughs> mm. That ain't really, <laughs> you know. But Moses is seeing how serious this is. Two says, God spoke to Moses and said to him, I am the Lord. I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as God Almighty, but by my name, the Lord, I do not make myself known to them. God says he didn't make himself known to them. They knew of him, but they didn't know him. Abraham has spoke to God on a couple of occasions, but God has never came down. 
angel of the Lord came and appeared to Abraham, but God has never came down. Isaac and Jacob talked to God, but he's never come down like he's going to come down and help Moses. He said, your forefathers heard of me, but you're going to know me. Wow. Right? For says, I also established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan, the land in which they live as sojourners. Moreover, I have heard the groaning of the people of Israel, whom the Egyptians told, I mean, hold as slaves. And I have remembered my covenant. God say, I know what I'm supposed to be doing. Moses like, you ain't helped at all. God telling Moses, look here. Let me tell you something. I made a covenant with Abraham years before you even got here. <laughs> Trust me, I haven't forgot what I'm supposed to do. You just do what you're supposed to do. <laughs> Six says, say, say, Therefore, to remember my covenant, say, therefore, to the people of Israel, I am the Lord. And I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians, and I will deliver you from slavery to them. And I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with great acts of judgment. I will take you to be my people, and I will be your God, and you shall know that I am the Lord your God who has brought you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. Right? right. God say, I need to show who I am and I need you to go and tell them what I just said. He says in, in 8, I will bring you into the land that I swore to give to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. I will give it to you for a possession. I am the Lord. <laughs> now it says Moses spoke thus to the people of Israel, but they did not listen to Moses. God says, go tell them what I said. Hmm. Moses, go to them. Okay, God said, they like, uh-uh. No. 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 Don't don't even start. You didn't got us in enough trouble. Don't don't please don't. Don't do that. <laughs> We're not listening to you. It says, but the people did not listen to Moses because of their broken spirit and their harsh slavery. Because of what they're going through, they can't even hear what he's saying. Right? Sometimes when we are um, going through something and and um, men and women of God come to you, you don't even want to hear it. They tell you, oh, well, it's going to be all right. They're trying to give you scripture, trying to talk to you. You're going through so much. You, ah, I don't want to hear that. This is real for me. We have a tendency 
of saying, I got real problems now. Like, being in Christ is fake. Mm -hmm. And real life is going on. Mm -hmm. The spiritual world is real, more real than this life here. Right. The spiritual life is eternal. This life is for a little while. Amen. There's no longevity here. We live and die. Mm -hmm. Our spirits are eternal. That's right. They didn't want to hear what Moses had to say. They're going through too much stuff. And sometimes we allow the distractions of the world to cloud us from listening to God. Mm -hmm. Right? That's right. The devil has you so bound up, you can't hear God. That's what Pharaoh did. He bound them up so much where they didn't want to hear nothing else about God. They didn't want to hear nothing else about being free. They didn't want to hear nothing else about none of that. Right. Ten says, so the Lord told Moses, go and tell Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to let the people of Israel go out of his land. But Moses said to the Lord, behold, the people of Israel have not listened to me, how then shall Pharaoh listen to me? I can't even get these people to listen to me. How am I going to get Pharaoh to listen to me? Mm -hmm. See, this got really real for Moses. Because the people that he's trying to free don't want to hear from him. And Pharaoh don't want to hear from him. Right. And sometimes with men and women of God, this is how it is. Nobody wants to hear from you. But we have to tell it anyway. <laughs> People don't want to hear from Moses and they shine in Moses. They don't want to hear from Moses. They don't want to hear nothing Moses got to say. But yet and still, Moses still has to free them. They may not like him, but he's still going to do a job for them. Because God said so. He may not believe, Moses may not believe that Pharaoh wants to hear him, but he has to tell Pharaoh what God said. Thus says the Lord. That's right? right? Mm -hmm. We may have this in our life. Where the people we're trying to talk to don't want to hear us. And the people we're trying to get through to, they don't want to hear us. But in both cases, we still have to do what God say do. That's right? Right? Twelve says, but Moses said to the Lord, Behold, the people of Israel would not listen to me. How then shall Pharaoh listen to me? For I am of uncircumcised lips. But the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron and gave them a charge about the people of Israel and about Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to bring the people of Israel out of the land of Egypt. Moses telling God, God, I can't do it. Nobody want to listen to me. And it says God gave him the charge. This is the job. That's right. We have times when we are men and women of God that don't nobody want to listen to us, but we have to say it anyway. Why? Because that's the job. Yeah. It's places we don't want to go. It's things that we don't want to do, but God says do it. Why? 
because that's the job. Yeah. Right? We must keep going. We must move forward in our walk with God no matter what. God got us. That's right. And we might not know how or where or why or when. He just do. And we just have to know that. We have to receive that and believe that. Right? Now, next week, we'll get into uh, going into the genealogy and we'll learn more about Moses and the children of Israel going forward. Right? That starts in um, Exodus 6 and 14. We'll be starting next week. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for another scripture. We thank you for another day. We thank you for all the blessings you are stored upon us. Father, thank you for the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of your word. Now we can go and teach others what we have learned here today. In the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray and say, Amen. Stay blessed and faithful. Ten of Meeting Holiness Ministries. For more of God's Word, please subscribe to this channel. Don't forget to hit the like button and the notification bell so you can get all the latest content that is on this channel. Thanks again for coming. And as always, stay blessed and faithful.